So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, what? You were so late. Welcome back to another episode you were so late of. On that. Fuck you, man. It's going to be fine. I edited it anyways. It doesn't matter. Right. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best, Worst Friends. Just going like NPR hey. voice after screaming. It's episode hey, 58. Tim. He's Tim. Doug, I'm Doug. I didn't tell you this. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little pickled right now. I'm oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I've been having a few uh, Ryan oh, Waters oh, over my here. God, dude, you drink the grossest shit. I know I've talked about this before, but it's like it's just gross. Even like I'll it's see waitresses gross. when we order stuff, and I'll be like, "No, I got like a double whiskey sour," and she's like, "Okay," and like, "What will you have?" And you're like, "Just a Ryan Water, please." And you can like, see the look on their fall. face. <laughs> I don't sound like that. That's hurtful. <laughs> Can I have a Ryan water, please? Yeah. But I will say the only time anyone ever says that they've heard someone else get it, they're always referring to a movie they saw about a severe alcoholic. Like, Why oh, was yeah, this the, the choice? Like, is it just that you Honest- never have to buy mix? Like, you just train yourself no. to not mind it? Honestly, it was a weight loss thing the first time I did it. Ah. Back, w- back when I lost... You know, I'm no Doug Coning, but at a certain Who point is? in my life, I'm no I Doug Coning. Lose, I had Little Caesars today. <laughs> I did lose like 50 pounds in a year. Damn. And and uh, but I didn't quit boozing. Yeah. Switched to Ryan Water, and I just didn't drink beer. Which Dude, is that's such a big s- step. Yeah. Such a such an alcoholic's guide to weight loss. For sure. But also something I had to put into my weight loss, too, of like, how do I remain successful on this? Because it's like you're already giving up everything that you fucking love, everything that's Mm -hmm. ever made you feel any amount of joy and happiness. And that is fucking gone. So you're like, now I have to give up booze, too. So like for me, it was like I switched to vodka and I had like soda water and vitamin water. And I would get Mio and put enough Mio in to completely neutralize the vodka. And that was a very dark time in my life where I could drink like a two six of vodka in about a half an hour, because it was just was it would Ed, go down so easy. That was what Ed Sheeran did when they asked him how he lost all his weight. He was like, "I switched to vodka." Yeah, dude. That was, that was his whole weight loss strategy. It's a, it's a health drink. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's basically salad, honestly. But I don't know. I didn't do codeine tonight, so I'm probably just gonna nice throw those away. Honestly, like, no, let me try one. I honestly regret right. not taking one for my ride back from Montreal this weekend. Because I was like, I'm not going to take it there because I don't know how long that stays in your system and the effect. And I don't want to ruin my set. I, I don't know. I, but on the way back, I was like, it would have been nice to chill. I've got a buddy who keeps checking in and being like, hey, have you thrown those out yet? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And he's like, why not? I'm like, I don't want, I don't know, maybe... Dude, these I... friends are gonna <laughs> these friends are gonna lunge at you like Bilbo in the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they find out you have it and they come over and it's like, ah! <laughs> their eyes are gonna bulge out of their heads. Yeah. So, drunken cast for Tim. Hell yeah, Sober dude. Cast for Dougie. Proud of you. Oh, man, what a fucking changing of roles. I was just going through after you know I told you I was I was too tired a tired little guy. I started yeah, watching we're our supposed old to do clips this, like, two hours ago. Yeah, but I was too tired. Now I'm energized. It's midnight. Now I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like a toddler. Like, you know what I think yeah. it was? I got comfy, and I 
I left the heat off because I was gone this weekend, so the house is cold as shit because Corin's not here either. And I've been using my space And you don't know how to work the heat in the house? No, no, I know how to work the heat, but it takes a long time to heat up this big old Mm. house, right? So I was using my space heater, and the way I was seated, it was like blasting on high, basically right into my undercarriage, and I think that made me sleepy. (laughs) Just to have like such a hot butthole, I was like, oh, God, I'm just so fucking tired. I couldn't keep my eyes open. That's the secret. You're just like... Yeah, you just your dick got too hot, so you had to. So, you just, uh, oh man! I don't know if it like simulates being in the womb or something, like just having like a your open orifice that's, heated, and you're like, I. That's I'm true. Tired. Notoriously, fetuses' buttholes get real toasty <laughs> in the womb, so that checks out. <laughs> I've heard that about them. I know that. But no, we are doing this real late, and uh, Mike is in the next room, and I asked her. I was like. Is it cool if we record in there? And she goes, yeah, it's fine. Just don't do the, like, ha, 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 ha thing. <laughs> just don't like, enjoy yourself? Okay. Yeah, just cool. don't laugh. Yeah, you can have fun, but don't laugh because your laugh wakes people up and, and sucks. <laughs> you know what I hope? I hope she says that, and then she listens back to the episode, and she's like, wasn't that funny? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> she, doesn't she doesn't think any of them are funny. Wow. She she just supports me. That's nice. In this. And it's a lot easier and than going to shows because she can do it wherever. She's not forced oh, to yeah. sit there. She doesn't, yeah. ha- she doesn't have to go to h- horrible comedy shows. And I'm not just driving to like Delhi, Ontario or something. <laughs> you know, it's in the home. It's, yeah, yeah, It's a little yeah. easier. Yeah. Speaking of massive commutes for uh, very small amounts Ooh. of stage time. Professional, buddy. Douglas. Professional. I don't know if I'd say professional because it cost me a, no, a lot of the money. The segue. The but, segue. Oh, thank you. Professional thank you broadcaster, so Doug Conan. Oh, my God. Thank you God. so much. I went, I left Ontario <laughs> for the first time in my whole damn fat life yesterday. Not yesterday, the day before. Congratulations, pal. Yeah. Big thank day. You. Today's Sunday. Dude, it was crazy. Well, it's Monday honestly, now. it was, it like blew my mind to be in a place where like the signs were in French. Like in a different language. It was weird. <laughs> I felt like there were products on a shelf, and if I turned it around, I'd be like, that's the right way. You know? Yeah. Like, it was just so and strange. They don't use periods. They use commas in their numbers. Yeah. And their fucking convenience stores have booze? Like, what Definitors, the fuck? dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, dude, the first time the first time I went, um, I went to my buddy Guillaume's place, and oh, I was I like, hey, can we, go to, can we go to a Depanere? And he's like... Yeah, okay. And then he took me to this place. It was like wood floors and wood paneling all over the place. And Hell there yeah. were like boutique snacks and then just a cooler full of the most expensive beer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I was didn't have a job at this point. So I was like, is there like one of these for poor people? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, f- yeah, for sure. And he took me to a normal convenience store where I bought like 12 Bud Lights and a big bag of Smarties. And I was like, this is the fucking shit. Dude, it's insane. Yeah, because I was walking to my buddy Mike's. That's where I stayed, Mike Onley's. And I was like, fuck, I have to grab booze. And I just walked by a convenience store and I looked in the window and there was ads for booze because they can advertise yeah. for booze at the fucking convenience stores too. I was like, what the shit? So I was just walking around it's there awesome. just grabbing stuff that tasted good for a while. I'm just grabbing like fucking Palm Bays, Twisted Teas. I'm like, let's get fucked up but also get diabetes. Let's get fucked up and then <laughs> fucked up long term too. 
Let's make these toes like, fucking scream, you know? <laughs> oh, I, t- I told, I told, I was talking to uh, a couple comedians at Daniel Arreya's birthday brunch. Happy birthday, Daniel Arreya. Nice. Happy birthday, big and guy. T- this is your cameo. Uh, shout out. You owe us $45. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one guy got like a crepe filled with ice cream. And I was like, oh, no, I can't have that. I had to sort of give, I had to cool it on sweets. Because I, on my birthday, I ate too much birthday cake, and my toe started to hurt. Uh, yeah. And they looked at me like I was like I told them I had cancer. They looked looked at me like I was dying. <laughs> I've had a lot of friends oh, react man, like that. And I'm like, I think it's just a regular. You indulge in fat crap. It just happens. Your toe hurts. It's just like it's for me. It's like the warning sign of like, mm-hmm. all right, so I just eat better for a little while until this cools down. It's almost like <laughs> yeah. the pain. The pain to me is like relatable to like uh like a whistling kettle on a stove it's not like all the way but it's just like it's just starting a little bit you're like okay i know to fucking take it off the burner yeah i think of it like a thermometer like it starts (laughs) filling up and then i just have to make sure i stop before it gets to the top and bursts yeah and then i'm fucked and my whole life is different oh yeah but no you went to montreal for this fucking show drinking palm bays Honestly, one of the coolest fucking shows I've ever done in one of the coolest spaces. It's uh, Comedy at the Art Loft. If you live in Montreal, you're listening to this. Holy fuck. Go to the show. It's the coolest show. No one shit. in Montreal listens to this. Well, too. maybe Zero they will now because I did pretty well in Montreal. Who knows if someone <laughs> looked me up and is listening to this did right now. Did you have them mention the podcast? <laughs> I did not. I forgot. Le, I was le bien very drunk. Mal ami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Mal sick? Bonjour. <laughs> à la bien mal ami. Dude, I saw on the poster for the Jim show. Appel, at the, Tim, it was uh, the thing was. Uh, shut up. It was uh, it was a bilingual comedy show. And I saw that on the way there. And I was like, oh, fuck. How much of this is going to be in French? But thankfully, it was just the first guy, <laughs> like after the host. So it's just like a lot of him talking and the crowd would laugh and I would, I was just drunk enough that the crowd laughed and I was being go on. Yeah. But dude, it's like it's called Comedy at the Art Loft and it's in this guy's like huge loft apartment. But he has like a huge fucking living room and they just have a bunch of couches and like different chairs set up in like a raised stage, like near the bedroom doors. Like and it's in dude, Montreal, it looks, so it's like $900 a month. <laughs> dude, it looked so fucking sick. The guy who runs it, it was fucking cool as hell. Like, everyone hey, went to great. great. It was fun as hell. Montreal's rad. I'm basing this off one show, and then we, like, hung out and drank till, like, 5 in the morning, and then I was like, dude, I'm so hungry. I'm so fucking hungry. And he's like, there's a diner open still. And so we went to this, like, old-school diner that's known for, like, all of its different poutines. Like, its whole menu is just, like, 40 different poutines. And then they're that's all in sick. French, right? So we're all just, like, asking them, like, the the hot waitress, like, uh, so what's the best? What, what do you like? What's the best one? And then she would, like, say the name of them in, like, her cute little French accent. And then we would just butcher it back, and she would giggle. And, and I got this that fucking poutine. And, like, the, they put onions in their poutine, which is fucking game-changer. Weird. Really good. But I had a poutine that had like a bunch of onions in it and then it had sour cream on top too. Ooh. My God. Sour cream onion poutine. 
Dude, that sounds. It even sounds really good. bad, dude. I would go to a I would go to a show bad. by a band called Sour Cream Onion Poutine. Are you kidding me? That fucking cool as hell. What kind of music does Sour Cream Onion Poutine play? Mostly like new metal, maybe synthwave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mixture of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking they were one of those like comedy lounge bands. No, no, no it's like, like Slipknot, but one of the members is Dead Mouse. That's what they do. <laughs> I think that's just Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, fucking Montreal was sick. I don't have I literally got home at 6.30 a.m., like back to Mike's place, and my bus was leaving at 10.30 a.m., so I set my alarm oh. for three hours and then got up, and in the time I was asleep, Montreal had itself a cute little blizzard. So I woke up, <laughs> and then it trudged through the fucking... Snow and ice, and uh, it makes me feel better that Montreal also doesn't salt their sidewalks. I thought that was like maybe a Toronto and Hamilton just kind of gave up on us, but there it's even worse. Everyone's like walking around like they're just skating everywhere downtown. It's crazy. But Montreal handles its roads. Yeah, no, their roads are fucking. They they just they just go out like an army, and they just invade the snow, and it's like snow plows. And like pickup trucks or yeah. like dump trucks, and then they just load up all the snow and they just fucking take it away. Yeah, it's just gone. Yeah, not like here where it's like, hey, don't worry, we cleared the roads. Took us like four days, and also all the snow from the roads is now in your driveway. Yeah, all the parking so spots are gone. That's your problem. Now. Dude, it's brutal when there's a storm in Toronto. I, like, feel bad for drivers. I think, like, where, where are you guys going to fucking park? Because they just end up taking spots away. So, like, are there just some people who are, like, one of your neighbors is, I guess I'm just driving all night again. Just going to yeah. drive until morning time because there's nowhere that's to why, park. That's why I need you to move here so that you can just, like, lift my car into a parking spot. <laughs> That's how I learn how to drive. I just practice for 12 hours every night <laughs> while you're sleeping. <laughs> just doing, like, just d- turning left. <laughs> fucking, fucking nailing left, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm crushing left. Did you drive in Montreal when you went there, or did you, like, take the train or something? Like when you saw Yeah, I drove. It sucks. Dude, it's insane. The roads make no sense. It. Everyone drives like None. fucking maniacs. They always block the crosswalks. So you're like, I guess I'll just weave... In and out of traffic when the roads are kind of slippery and there's cars like driving right by you. Yeah. Still, man. Sacre bleu, dude. Sacre bleu. It is. Tabernache. Dude, it's just yeah, it's all tabernacle when you're out there on the. I learned. I learned tabernacle is the nicer one, because I never knew like the difference between tabernacle and taber tabernacle. I think tabernacle is like what a French grandma would say. Is that like the difference between, like, a hard R and a soft A when you say the N word? <laughs> May, uh, maybe that, I don't know. Is that the difference? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tabernash. I've never heard of that. No, like, Tabernash. Like Tabernash. That's like the darn. I think so. Like f- I think it's like, like the equivalent of saying ah fudge. I think you know what the difference is to not have to mention the N word. I think it's goddamn to uh, god darn. I think that's what gosh. it kind of is. Oh gosh darn it. Yeah, you just sound like Yosemite Sam, like a French Yosemite Sam. <laughs> oh, confarnet! <laughs> People should bring back confarnet. That's a good... I'm actually wearing a Looney Tunes shirt right now. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> just have to work it in, yeah. 
I've been I'm, throwing out a lot of I've been throwing out a lot of golly's lately. I don't know where it came from. It's but fun I've to just been throw in like, words that people don't hear as much anymore. It's I remember hearing um, Tom O'Donnell refer to this guy so hell as like a wiener at a show, and I like fucking laughed so hard. <laughs> it was like he called him a wiener or a dink or like something like that, and just like words Dude, you I don't love, hear often. Ugh. I love throwing out dork. Dork's Dork great. great Nincompoop. If you really want to bother someone, <laughs> but they're like, why yeah. does that bother me so much? Yeah. But yeah, Montreal was sick overall. Uh, the bus there was fun. I had a great time because I realized I was the craziest guy on the bus, and I just owned it. I fucking took my shoes off. I'm playing with my Rubik's cube. D- I'm you like, took fucking, your shoes off on the yeah, bus? Yeah, it wasn't packed at all. The closest oh, person to man. me was like two two rows up and a seat over. Everyone had seats it themselves. Doesn't matter, dude. No, it's I could smell. You're doing the smell test at all times to make sure you can't smell. If your you feet. can smell it, I bet the driver was like. I bet the driver was like, I need to redo my resume. I need to find another job. You know what? The driver on the way there at one point just like pulled over randomly on the highway. And because we're on the second level of the bus, everyone's just like like looking around because we don't know what's going on. We're trying to like look up to see if there's traffic or something. And I'm pretty sure like the driver just like had to take a shit or something. So he just pulled <laughs> over to the side of the road and then walked through the bus to the bathroom and then came back out. And you know what? You well, got to go. How long is that go. drive? How Six and a half drive? hours. That's that's a long drive. Yeah. For old uh, Billy bus driver up there. But, yeah, dude, a long of time. shoes off, yeah. Rubik's Cube going. Oh, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. And I'm, like, fucking jamming to, like, electronic music the whole time. <laughs> like, dude, I was having the fucking best time on the way there. The bus back. Was an hour and a half late. Uh, way, way worse mood. And then the lady, I chose to sit at the back where there's like the five seats because I was like, maybe no one else will come back here. I'll get to fucking spread out. I could just like sleep. You were on like, I want to sit next to the toilet. Bus. That was your. No, no, no. The toilet was on the main floor of the bus, which oh. was sick. But uh, okay, yeah. So I'm at the back, and then some weird fucking old lady sat beside me and like at the far end of the seats. And she was definitely the weird one on the bus. I'm pretty sure she was listening to music on her phone with no headphones. I, Psychotic it, I behavior. I thought it. Every fiber of my being wanted to just be like, are you fucking a psychopath? How would you think that's okay? And then How the many thing people she did later. on this bus? Like, enough. It wasn't crowded by any means, but okay. there was like enough people on there that. Some people sat with someone, but most people still sat alone in like a two seater. Mm-hmm. You know, right. one thing this lady did at near the end of the bus ride that pissed me off was because uh, a guy got off at like the Scarborough stop, and then we were in traffic for like an hour and a half to get to Union, which was stupid because we're already in Toronto. Why the fuck do we have to stop at Scarborough? But uh, of the five seats, there's a guy sitting in front of her on the left. He left at Scarborough. So uh, she, like, slid over to, like, the middle seat. So it's just, like, me, my stuff, and then, like, now her sitting there because she <laughs> wanted to, like, stretch out her legs. Oh, my God. But I was just like, why? Because now I feel weird with my phone because she's some weird old fucking lady who has nothing else to do. So I'm thinking she's looking at me. So I'm, like, turning my phone so I want this lady to see me. And <laughs> she was just so strange, man. I yeah, hate. Yours at the back. I hate you when I'm not the crazy off, person. Shoes off, Rubik's cute. No, I kept my hand, shoes on. You know what? I should have taken. Should have taken my shoes off. Maybe I would have got some fucking space. Yeah, got a little respect. Yeah, 
but not nah, old people are immune to foot smell. I think they like live through the war, so <laughs> foot smell means nothing to them. Oh yeah, old people are the fucking worst. They are pretty terrible. Yeah, except my grandma's cool. Okay. Everyone else, I'll concede. And also, I don't know. I don't know where there. the line for old is. I might say my parents are cool, but they'd be upset if I said that. But because <laughs> they don't want to be cool, no, we they want to be old. They probably don't, they don't be want to be old. Yeah, they don't want to be old. Your and, grandparents uh, They know old. they're not cool. <laughs> it was a weird moment when I found out my dad wasn't cool. How old were you? Like two? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got bullied? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're a woozer. That's what I told him. <laughs> I, just, I just drew a picture. I was like, this is a picture of all the bitches you get. And it was a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> and No, he... um. I just I think I was probably like late teens or something like that because mm-hmm. I was all I was and am a huge fucking dork. Yeah. But my dad, even bigger dork. What are like the nerdy things that he does? Does he build like ships in a bottle or something? Like what does he do? That's no, lame? he's a big puzzle dude. Okay. Um, big movie nerd. Yeah. Uh, he likes Steely Dan. Not a lot of cool people like yeah. Steely Dan. He wears a suit to church. Okay. That's a tough one. Um, yeah. But the, the, the moment that I realized he was lame. Though, in his was, defense, not to interrupt, which I always do, he gets to wear a suit way more than everyone else does. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, suits. He are, does. Suits fucking make you. Like, you put on a suit and you're like, oh, I get it. I get why people in suits are powerful. It's the suit. It's not the man. The suit makes the that's man. That's true. Yeah. He, he wears a suit for work. But oh, six days a week slimy. in a suit. Take the weekends off. What does he wear on but, like Saturdays? Does he just fucking completely let his freak flag fly, or like a like a denim button down and like khakis, still like khaki buttons, shorts. still buttons on his yeah. day off. He's a Damn. big button guy. Yeah, no, no t-shirts. Damn, Mister Nicholson, no t-shirts. Know. But got to get him. It t-shirts. was when we were we were in the basement cleaning out, mm-hmm. and he he had a fe- he had a fedora in the basement, and he was like, you know, I wish I was young today because. So I could wear my fedora because fedoras are cool again. <laughs> and, I was, like, and I was like, "Which one of your loser students told you that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just like saw a guy. He saw a guy with one and like a horrible neck beard and attitude. And he's like, "Oh, apparently all the cool kids are wearing fedoras now." I mm. still remember uh, when I worked at Prestran. I worked with my uh, uncle Ron. Like he was uh, a forklift driver. We worked on the same shift. And then yep. it's St. Thomas, so there's, like, three jobs, right? So most people cycle through those. There's either, like, Starwood, Walmart, or factories. Those are, like, the three things you could possibly do. So you see, yeah. like, pretty much everyone at some point. And uh, I was, like, just standing near my Uncle Romer near the lunchroom at, like, the bottom of the stairs. And I'm just we're just, like, shooting the shit. And you see, like, a shift come around the corner. I think it was, like, the morning shift. And uh, he points at, like, a guy... Like walking in, she's like, uh, "Oh, that's the, that's the new guy that Chelsea's seeing." And Chelsea's my cousin, right? His daughter. Oh, and right, uh, yeah. I'm like looking at the crowd. There's like a couple like decent looking dudes or whatever, right? And then they, I'm like, "One of those guys?" And he's like, <laughs> "No, no." And then those guys move out of the way, and there's like this weird lanky fucking guy with like a bunch of zits wearing a fedora with a feather in it. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> at a factory Sick. where he's like wearing like 
black jeans and then the shirt he needs to wear from the company we work for. It says like HCR <laughs> and then fucking they can't contain me, bro. They fucking <laughs> put the feather bloop, like the little fucking feather. Like, I remember I was in I remember I was in uh, He did suck too. Yeah, I was in a factory one time and there was a guy there and he was reading like Plato's whatever those things was like speeches he gave and he was yeah. just sitting there on his break reading Plato and I was like dude you're the worst yeah you suck. you're the worst blue collar job reading things that even like pretentious dickheads like don't even read yeah just the worst you may as well be reading like the game or something <laughs> just reading <laughs> just really lean in to being a piece of garbage just read infinite jest while you're working with yeah. the, the dumbest people you've worked with ever. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I did well, read more well, in a factory than well, I read in you're the guy who else. pulls the lever <laughs> once a, a, exactly every 20 seconds. Oh, man. But then you're also, like, do, reading War and Peace on your break. Like, just just how factories fucking kill your brain is just insane. I remember working on this one press where... I didn't even have to do anything. I just stood there and I just watched parts going. I was just like, well, let's stand there and make sure it doesn't fuck up. And then every 20 minutes, because it was just like <laughs> these little metal things, I have like this metal rod and I just kind of like fuck the parts about a little bit so they sit a bit more even in the thing instead of just in a big pile where they right. come out. <laughs> and I was there for four hours and I was like, this is the dumbest fucking... Why do I exist? They could just have something that's in that just like shakes a little bit. And I yeah, can just exactly. go home. How <laughs> <laughs> um, brutal! Yeah, it's like just like literally attach something that vibrates to the conveyor belt, and then just go up and nap. Dude, yeah, I slept. A, I had a lot of naps there too. Though, so did when, everyone else I worked with who was like technically in charge of me, because I was like the the temp. Like I would walk to the back of the press, and if the old Russian guy I worked with was back there, he'd be napping. Merrick. No one else could understand him. I was like his translator. <laughs> I didn't speak Russian. I just spoke Merrick because he like nice. had really broken English. And if he was back there, he'd be sleeping, even though it's this is the loudest place in the world because it's like a press shop with a press that's pressing stuff with 2,400 tons of pressure. Yeah, but that's like white noise, dude. Yeah. I would. I would also, he's out. from Russia, so I'm assuming he just like heard bombs for like literally since the second he's been born. But oh, then yeah. if it he's wasn't... Just been, he's just been hearing his neighbors get shot and he sleeps like a baby. <laughs> yeah, just brings him back. But if it wasn't Merrick yeah. back there, it was just this big guy... Was sleeping. It was this big guy, Rob, who would just be watching porn on his phone. Those were the two guys I worked with all the time. Awesome. Yeah. Good Dude, times. Watching, watching porn on your phone at work, that's <laughs> awesome. I had guys who did that when I when I worked on Fire Alarm. Like on like, fucking company Wi-Fi? Like yeah, honestly, like, respect, dude, dude. Yeah, like we'd go, we'd go into an apartment building, and they'd be like, "Hey, can we get the Wi-Fi? I need to sync my reports. <laughs> I need to sync our, our reports." And they'd be like, "Okay." And then five minutes later, he's like, "Dude, check this out. It's just like anal porn on his phone." And I'm like, "Sick, dude. Thanks." <laughs> dude, why do guys love showing other guys porn at work? Yeah, it's like, can I actually go get lunch? It's eleven thirty in the morning, <laughs> and you're just. Showing me like double penetration, double vaginal, on your phone while I'm stuck in this tiny room with you. Yeah, at least you're at least you're seeing porn that he had no part in, like the uh, uh, the uh, what, what do you like call it? It's not his sex it? tape. 
Yeah, when I had that fucking weird bodybuilder boss, who's like a cool dude, but he had that fuck machine, <laughs> and he would show me videos oh, yeah. on his phone of like using the fuck machine on a lady. And I remember on like himself. <laughs> he's just bending over in front of it. He's like, Ooh. He's he's like, like do you like that? I like that. Look how look how sick this is. <laughs> like, no, yeah, he would show me, and he'd be like, yeah, pretty hot, right? And I was like, like you're not even having sex with them. <laughs> like your penis isn't even doing anything there like you're just i get maybe to him he was like because he had a girlfriend he's like well i don't think he cared about cheating but i think this way he had plausible deniability it's like i wasn't cheating i didn't babe, sleep babe, with anybody it's not, it's not me it's the machine <laughs> <laughs> the machine is fucking i'm i'm just I, i'm not even in the room i set up my phone on a tripod and i leave out of respect for you babe all right that guy was a fucking, he was a fun guy because he didn't take shit from literally anybody because he's so fucking big and so fucking jacked from like 50 years of steroids that if anyone yeah. tried to say, if someone tried to give him like a tip of what he could do with his job, like how to like install something, how to fit something in there, he's like, oh, how long have you been doing this for? How long have you been doing this for? Because I've been doing this 30 years. Maybe I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it 30 years. Like if Dude, someone I like love. like a customer would say like oh maybe do they, are you sure are you sure with this or whatever or like they'd be like I don't I don't know how it looks and he's like do you think it's done do you think it's done with all these marks on here still do you think this is the finished product <laughs> just so fucking in Dude, their face I, and they'd always back down always of course because he could kill yeah. them he could just pop their head off like a fucking dandelion and then shove their neck up their asshole and wear them as a bracelet to warn the next house we go to <laughs> that was huge yeah he's like he's like i will f- i will fucking i have a fuck machine in my car all right i will <laughs> i will attach you to the end of it and fuck some lady at i met at jack astor's with your head he just attaches him there, like a mermaid on the front of a ship with like the fuck machine on the top of the truck <laughs> there's a, yeah help me I remember I remember there was a like 50-year-old man named Carlos who mm-hmm. I had to work with when I was a junior doing fire alarm stuff. Yeah. And he, he would uh and he was like, "All right, you got to come in at 7. We're starting at 7 this week." And I was like, "Sick, thanks, man. We don't have to start till 8." And this is this is what he told me. He's like, "Yeah. Whenever you're on a job with me, show up at 7. And then if the person doesn't let us in, then we'll just start at 8 and we'll start billing from 8." What? And yeah, he's like, if we're there at seven and they don't let us in, then we just won't charge them and we'll sit there for an hour in our cars. And I was like, I hate you. So but this was he, not he the w- guy who quit and then told everyone why the boss sucked, right? In an email, it's for sure a different no, guy. He, no, this was not the guy who quit and then referred to our boss as a limp-wristed labia <laughs> in a company-wide email before he left. <laughs> it was a different. <laughs> it was a different man. That guy's my hero. Yeah, that guy's that guy's incredible. Yeah, that's like the fucking that's his fucking Homer playing the bongos on Mister Burns's head. <laughs> yeah, that's his. Bad and they moment. were like, and they were like, you know what? You know he's gonna regret that, and he just didn't. He like had another <laughs> job already, and he was really good at he was really good at his job. So he was yeah. like, "Fuck you, suck my dick, I'm out." And oh like, man, he'll he'll re- he'll regret You'll that. You'll love to no. see it. You'll but, love to see it. You know, the, the Carlos guy. Mm-hmm. One day he was just big dogging me. We're we're there doing bullshit. I'm literally starting at the top of a building, 
working my way down, and I go into everyone's unit and push their fire alarm <laughs> with a broomstick with the broom part taken off. Dude, you had the silliest I job. <laughs> I just walk in, and I go, boop. All right, thank you. Have a good day. And then I leave. Just doing that the whole way down. And and then he was telling me about all his years of experience. Oh, you got to listen to me. He's like, no, you're using a screwdriver wrong. And he's just Fuck he's just off. being a dick. How about I and shove then, it up your ass? Is that how to use the screwdriver, Carlos, you fucking <laughs> loser? And then 2.30 hits. Limp-wristed labia, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. All these fucking limp-wristed labias. <laughs> and <laughs> and he, so he's messing around in the panels. Yeah. Showing me, like, and he's giving me this talk of, you know what? Like, a lot of a lot of guys don't do this. A lot of new guys, they cut corners. They don't do this stuff. I'm going to show you how to do it properly. And then he does show something. me the easy I, way that everyone else does. That's what I want to know. Not the bullshit what corporate wants. I want the easier cutting corners route. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like when the CEO brought me in for a meeting mm-hmm. and told me I lacked ambition. And he's like, "What I used to do when I was first starting out <sighs> is I would stay late on my own time, and I would just bring up the manual for the panel and I and my voltmeter, and I would just figure out how all of it worked. Then you are a fucking like, loser. Yeah, you're a fucking dork, dude. That's <laughs> why you have to. That's why you had to buy a wife from overseas and then bring your entire family to work in a van. Oh, um, dude, but the people who he, are like that, like, why, why, why do you care about these fucking shitty jobs that don't care about you back? Like, I don't fucking get it. Why are you like? putting your blood sweat don't you have a fucking dream don't you have any fucking dreams any passions anything you want to do with your life not just fucking sit there with a voltmeter after hours off the clock dude come on i think that guy is a millionaire now so yeah he's fucking gotta be to bring over like 50 people from south korea so he can have (laughs) sex for the first time fucking dork you're right he is a dork he's a fucking dork but anyway, I was with Carlos. He's showing me the proper way to do things that g- kids today, they don't do it this way. Ugh. And then he does something and everything dies. <laughs> All the electronics die. Carlos? He Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carlos dies. I'm there alone. No. Uh just Imagine he just like ev- everyone does it wrong. I do it the right way. <laughs> he electrocutes himself. <laughs> Like Frank Grimes, <laughs> I'm Homer Simpson. <laughs> just dies. <laughs> oh man! But no, li- literally, there were like twelve panels in the room. All of them died. Fuck hell yeah! And then we spent the rest of the time being like, hmm, I wonder how to get these back on. And then eventually, <laughs> he just had to go to the guy in the apartment, and he was like, "You know what? This happens sometimes. I'm glad we were here when it happened, <laughs> so that we caught it early." And all you have to do is buy all new panels. <laughs> we were like, all right, sick. All right, cool. All you got to do is an incredible yeah. amount of work. Listen, <laughs> all you have to do, spend like 30 grand, replace the whole system. Fuck. It's a good thing we were here. Otherwise, this would have been a way bigger problem. And Carlos walked right. away right. shouldering none of that blame for the thing not. he completely caused. Yeah. But I don't know. What he tweet. also had a very confused... He had a very confusing hat, which um, fuck, I forget what it said. It was like a, it was like the MAGA hat colors. Uh huh. But I think it said, 
Maybe it wasn't that confusing. I think it said make Trudeau. I think it said make Trudeau a drama teacher again. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> I was like, that's a yeah. We just like have that in his like thing, that. and then like a you know, like a vaccine pamphlet in the other <laughs> window. It's Man, like, I'm ah, getting. Hey, I'm like uh, incredibly picky on dating apps for especially for like what my face looks like and and body, but uh, there was looking at this one girl <laughs> and she seemed all right and like her bio was like. Okay. All your photos are you with your socks off on the bus doing Rubik's cubes. <laughs> You're like, why am I not getting matches? If you can't accept me at my shoeless <laughs> cube, you don't deserve me at my. I don't know. I don't really have a good. Uh, <laughs> thing. You, don't you don't deserve me deserve at me actually me wearing at pants. <laughs> putting real pants on. You don't deserve me at my. I wear jeans now. Yeah, you don't so. deserve me at my button up. You don't deserve me at my Tim's dad on his day off. I'm dressing my <laughs> Sunday best. No, nah, dude, you've got that. You've got that one jacket with like a little bit of fur collar. I think. Oh, uh, the leather jacket. You know the one I'm talking right. about. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I brought up the Ke- dating. Kevin app and I speed. always talk about how fucking sexy you look on stage, dude. It's crazy. Thank you so much. But uh, I just want you to take care of me. This uh, this girl had a picture of like her and Justin Trudeau, and I was just like, "Bye! I don't want to fucking. I'm not talking to someone who actually likes that guy. Has a picture with him. What a fucking loser! Right, you're like a super loser because you have a picture with a loser, and you're like, huh? Yeah. No, that's like, that's incredibly suck. lame. You fucking yeah. Suck. That was like when I was a kid. I went and saw my parent. My mom took my buddy and I to see Paul Martin speak. And they, and they sat us in the back r- the back of him, and we like applauded every time he said a thing because someone was like, "And now applauds." But so no, lame. being being like having a favorite politician sucks. Yeah, like, you suck. Like, what did they do for <laughs> you, you? Why do you like yeah. that one? It was this, it's the same with all the guys who are like, "Fucking Pierre Polyev is the man. He's yeah. gonna save this country." <laughs> Like, you should fucking. I think across the board for for me, like, if someone believes in a politician, I just don't really like them anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think that's the one? You're wrong. They're all fucking crooked losers. Like, they're all going to do nothing good for anybody other than themselves and their friends. Yeah. What I what I love is uh, the leaders of political parties who don't matter. Those ones are great. Like the block Quebecois? I would take a picture or? with all of them. No, they have like a following. I'm talking like Green Party and below. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Green Party and below. It's like those guys who run for mayor and they're just like drive cab in the city that they're trying to run for mayor in. You know? I love that. Yeah. That rules. They get like 12 votes. Yeah. There's a guy like that in, in Hamilton, I think. I think he might just do Uber, but he has like a big like vote for me thing on the... Top of his yeah. car, which smart. Yeah, dude. I did. I did, dude, in London, drive me home from the bar and give me a pamphlet one time. <laughs> He's like, "This is my platform." I was like, "Dude, you're fucking sick. You got me home so fast. I'm gonna vote for you." And then I didn't vote. Yeah, of but course. Yeah, no one did. He seemed cool. Was there a oh, vote? Yeah, this want... was this weekend or something. Were we supposed to vote in something? I feel like I saw a post about the election is coming up and it matters. No, I think there's. I think there's going to be an election. I think John Tory's having one in like the summer. Like, oh, okay. Because he well, had to step down cuz cuz he like 
He had consensual sex with a lady who didn't work for him directly. What a monster. <laughs> I know. What an absolute what a monster. piece of shit. Did you hear about the conspiracy? I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. It might just be true. That, like, the Toronto Star had that story, and they were, like, saving it. And then Doug Ford got in a lot of trouble because his daughter was getting married and was sending very, like, you should send me money emails to political donors. Oh, yeah, I did hear and about then, that, yeah. Yeah, they were just, like, using that to launder money to Doug Ford for political favors. Jesus Christ. And then as, and then as soon as that hit the news, the John Tory thing broke. It's like, all right, hey. That's ah, a, man. That, that's some light, that, that's, like, light conspiracy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's, like, it's, it's probably true. Yeah. No one could prove it. And it's not, you know, you don't have to take too many leaps to get there. Those yeah. ones are fun. I love seeing the memes of like uh, I'm sending positive affirmations out into the world that Doug Ford is hot enough to have an extramarital affair while on, while in <laughs> office. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, I, I went to a I went to a concert this week. Nice. And yeah, it was Regina Spector. I don't know if you know her. She does. Like I have heard of her. Piano yeah. Piano pop songs. Yeah. Uh, Actually, do you know where I saw her stuff from? Um, do you remember that one time we did that? music and comedy show at uh at free times cafe and then while the one girl was performing you correctly were like leaned over to the girl we we're with and was just like look at doug he's falling in love yeah because <laughs> her song was just so good and so catchy like the hook of it was just uh, it was just like yeah that was a uh, those oh, lady with like was. seven total fingers or something like that but like fucking still slayed piano yeah she crushed Crazy but impressive, yeah. But I saw pictures from to, her if you're Instagram. Trying to find her, that's a good, that's like a good clue. Yeah, because um, she loves Regina Spector, I guess. Oh she yeah, and she's and very, very Regina Spector. But we were at the concert, yeah. and um, it was at Massey Hall, which the seats are way too small. You can, if you ever see anyone you like performing at Massey Hall, don't go. I won't. You will not fit. I, I didn't like fit. That. The lady in front of me couldn't put her head all the way back because <laughs> she would hit my knee. Can you imagine if someone sitting beside me thought they were using the armrest, and then 30 minutes <laughs> in they realize it's just my love handle? They're like, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. They're like, it's so they're, squishy. They're, like, they're, really, they're really high armrests here at Massey Hall. What is happening? Why is the armrest so warm? No, you literally have to buy the seats beside you and in front of you if you tried to sit there <sighs> just because you need somewhere to put your legs. Oh, but, I hate um, that. No leg space, too? Like, fuck off. Have a no, narrow seat, no, but let me spread no my leg legs. space. Dumb. Zero leg space Stupid. at all. Stupid. Yeah, but they, um, that, I went there and quickly discovered she's an insane person. <laughs> she's completely out of her mind. She was there like. So it makes her good, oh, hello. She was like talking like Bjork, basically. <laughs> like, like she's like a fairy elf from another planet. Yeah. And, but. At one point, she uh, she's of Russian descent. Okay. And so she, she wanted a song to write her a about poem or something, or about how politics. <laughs> <laughs> I need that today. I need that right now. <laughs> anyway, she's um, <laughs> she she wrote a song about how politicians were bad or whatever, yeah. and then she was like, alluded to Russian politicians being terrible. <laughs> and she goes we're all just like you don't say <laughs> yeah she's like i would like to dedicate this song to a peaceful resolution to the conflicts of the world <laughs> and then everybody clapped 
And I was like, this lady's out of her fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that for a joke. I want to be like, I want to d- just go on the thing about how, you know, the atrocities around the world and then dedicate this next joke to it and then just have it be about, like, you know, my. So the other day, my dick was coming, come. And I was <laughs> 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 or, like, you just start bombing and then you're just like, uh, I hope that all the conflicts of the world are resolved. And people clap and <laughs> just go back into your jokes. Oh fuck! Remember, remember when we were doing that show, that that fundraiser for the little girl who sadly passed away from cancer. Yeah, Lacey. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. And then every when like the shitty comics were on stage bombing, mm-hmm. every once in a while, the middle of their set to get the momentum back, they'd be like. All right, let's give it up for Lacey. The whole reason we're all here yeah, today. Yeah, fuck off. That sucked. That I hated was that. disgusting. <laughs> I think about that every once here. in a while, <laughs> and I get like, sh- uh, yeah, I get like shivers, and I like yeah. yell in the shower as I think about like. Anyway, let's give it up for Lacey, everybody, and then everybody claps, and then like, so I was at the mall the other day, like yeah. just trying to come up with something. Oh man, I hate when people have bomb disgusting. saves. Yeah, it's like when I saw the shitty people from Jackass, and every time they started fucking eating their own dick on stage, doing so bad, they'd be like, "You guys want a Jackass 4? And the crowd be like, "Woo!" And they bring up the next guy. Yeah. But anyway, I wanted to say something about the Regina Spectre yeah, concert, yeah, yeah. which is it was a whole room full of people who were just like like entranced basically they're just a bunch of like soft people it was an entire it was an entire theater full of pussies if i'm being honest <laughs> we were all, we were all yeah. there and we were like if you're all like, seated if had, no one's dancing yeah if <laughs> if someone had come in there with confidence he could have just taken all our wallets like, it was that kind <laughs> like of like one by one people wouldn't even if someone tries to go to the exit like hey i haven't gotten over there yet and they just sit back down. yeah exactly <laughs> You'd be like, stop it, or I'll give you a knuckle sandwich. I was just going to go like, take mm. money out of the ATM so it's easier to rob me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it was all, it was full of just boyfriends who would have told their girlfriend to give their wallet to whoever asked for it. Like, that was the room. <laughs> yeah. Except for in the back row on the far right, there was like seven dudes, very back row, and they were just the boys. They were just the boys, and they had clearly just, like, crushed some BLs. They had Regina they written on their it. chest, like, R-E-G. <laughs> like, at the back, she starts out, and she's like, hello, everyone. And the guy at the back is like, you're beautiful. <laughs> and then just between every set would be like, yeah. And all, at one point, they were all standing and, like, singing and dancing along and be like, whoa. Me too, that. man. I was like, I love that any... If the boys go out, they're going to be the boys. You know what yeah. I mean? They're all going to be there, and they got hyped up. They did a bunch of shots before they came out, crushed oh, some cans man. on their fucking head, and then went to go listen to some Baroque pop in Massey Hall. <laughs> Dude, ever since I went out that night in uh, Toronto with Nick and his buddy Steph and uh, his buddy Rob, all I've wanted to do again is just fucking rave and like go to the nightclubs. I'm like, man, that shit was the most it, fun. Man. It's the fucking best, dude. I don't you know if I go like to the people who actually dance hard. Club, but. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking that, but you just have like a good told- group of people who are just like okay looking goofy and just fucking yeah. letting their hair down and being fun. Well, oh, man. Well, it's like the last time I went clubbing was with you when we got bullied by that 18-year-old girl. Oh yeah, like, fucking probably Jax. 19-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, who like came up and like grinded on us and then went back to her friends and they all laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I can't remember if that was the same night that um, was Nick there. 
No, it was you, me, and Gabe. Oh, that's right. And I think maybe Gabe's Jason. friend, maybe? No, but, uh, Jason wasn't there. I remember being there once with like Nick and I think Jason and someone else, and we were all dancing, and this guy kept bumping into Nick a lot, but he was like, a lot bigger than him. And so Nick one time just like looked at me and just did like a swapping motion, and I'd seen the guy was bumping into Nick. So the one guy, he like came close to me, and I just fucking ah, just pushed him as hard as I could and just <laughs> launched him into his friends. And then he turns around, and he's like, what the fuck? Just like so mad, and I just started blowing kisses at him. It's like, and then <laughs> dancing at him, and then you saw like the fucking the connecting of like, oh, this guy's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, like he'll beat That's me up and fun. then he'll fuck me. Like I gotta not start anything with that guy. Oh yeah, when it gets to the end of the night and the bros don't haven't gotten laid, and they're all just <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm either gonna come or I'm gonna fight. So. I haven't yeah. well, I'm going to do both, buddy. So you fucking <laughs> best buckle up. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you the order I'm going to do it in. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? I'm going to lose. <laughs> right. um, but just like guys won't bend to you and they're like, what the fuck? And they just laugh in their face. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, that shit. Yeah. When someone like guy, looks up at you, idiot. what the fuck, man? You're like, shut up. What do you mean, what the yeah. fuck? Go talk to someone your own height. Well, yeah, dude. For you, absolutely. You're a fucking planet. Like, it's insane <laughs> for anyone to be like, I'm going to fight you. But I was at bars looking like Harry Potter in a fucking polo shirt. So guys were like, I'm going to kick this nerd's ass. And then dun, someone's going to see dun, dun, dun. And, Yeah, and then a lady's going to see me kick this nerd's ass. I'm going to tell her that he was rude, and then she's going to touch my penis. <laughs> Uh, the, the guy actually plan. said he's not a feminist, and I fucking took care of him yeah. for you. You're welcome. Yeah, I saw him. He was making unwanted advances on a lady, and I stopped him. <laughs> That's the fucking move, dude. Did I tell I, you about uh, one time uh, there was a guy that um, one of my cousins was dating, and I went over to my great aunt's house, and he was sitting on a sitting in a chair, and I thought he had sunglasses on. I was going to say, I believe all aunts are great aunts. Thank you so much. Uh, he's sitting in a chair, <laughs> and it looked like he had sunglasses on. You're so drunk. You just slide out of frame. Yeah. You're on a fucking yeah, elevator. And uh, <laughs> tell him the redness of your face. And uh, he was sitting in the chair, and it looked Come like on. he was wearing sunglasses. And then I sit down, and I look over at him again to talk to him, and I realize he's not wearing sunglasses. All of his fucking eyes are just black. Because I guess he was at a bar and a fight broke out and he was there with like a female friend of his and he went to like shield her because stuff was getting thrown and two huge dudes thought he was like, oh, like either making advances on her or like trying to fuck with her in some way. Yeah, it's like the chaos is going on. I'm going to grab a tit. Yeah. And they fucking pulled him off and just fucking bashed his head in. And his dude, it was literally, it looked like huge, he looked like a raccoon, but like a person. His eyes were just completely black, except for like, he would open his eyes and they'd just be blood red. Jesus. Like, holy shit. I don't yeah. want to, he was not okay be for this a while. Guy, but like, that girl should have done something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe protect the guy who's trying to protect you from the guys protecting you from the guy who's protecting you. Yeah, fucking say something. Throw your body in there like a UFC referee. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like separate. Get in, get in between. Yeah, separate. What are you doing? Lady. It is all over. Look at him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's not if, fighting if back you, anymore. I'm just going to show my girlfriend UFC referee videos 
and be like, listen, I need you to get this technique down in yeah. case something happens. <laughs> like, don't let it go long. Call it early. I won't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I promise I won't listen, be mad. Yeah. Don't wait till I'm knocked out to call the shit, okay? <laughs> don't let him get I, a couple in. <laughs> it's important for dying. you to know that every position for me is a defenseless position. <laughs> Defenseless. <laughs> because <laughs> I have no defense. What's the closest you've been to a fight? Have you been in a fight? Dude, have you been in like no. an alter, like a yelling altercation with another man? Not sincerely. It's just been me talking shit and a guy getting mad and then <laughs> our friends like getting in the way or me like just walking away. <laughs> I've That's never, great. I've never been in an actual fight. Yeah. How about you? Well, I've told you, I still do want to be in a fight someday. I just don't want the legal ramifications. But the closest I was, I think I've talked about this on here, was one time at a McDonald's with Nick, like after the bar, we're all drunk. And a guy kept trying to like butt in line and be a dick to Nick. And he was just like wearing a bulky sweater and had his glasses on so he didn't look intimidating, even though he could kick that guy's ass way more than I could have. And uh, Nick again pulled the classic like, uh, you know, pick on someone your own size and then pulls me in the frame. I'm like, hi, I'm closer to your size. And uh, <laughs> then the guy starts fucking still being chippy and stuff and being like, oh, man, I could call some dudes and have like five guys here fucking real quick, man, if you want to go. And me and Nick I are like, oh, guys. back up. Oh, I'm so scared. You need five friends. <laughs> and then uh, we just turned away because we're like, fuck off. We don't give a shit. And then he like yeah. pushed me. And I remember I turned around. I literally like, picked him up and like held him against the wall. And I was like, not here. Because we were still at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting kicked out of McDonald's. I feel like if I ever was in a fight, um, win or lose, I would probably be crying. Oh, yeah. I like, think the emotions. Either he's the on top of me and I'm crying or I'm on top of him and I'm crying. You'd win but still lose. That's the kind of fight yeah, that I'd be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of winning, uh, Tim, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to a new formed uh, Canadian Broadcast legend. professional. Thank you so much. Oh the God. Arnold Strongman Classic was this weekend, and we have a new champion, and it's a fucking Canadian boy from Barrie named Mitchell Hooper, which is fucking rad as hell. Congratulations, Mitchell Hooper. Yeah, dude. Congratulations on your ability to do the thing that you did <laughs> to win. I got to show you the events cuz like the interesting thing about strongman and like the different contests is that you can do All right, you got 5 minutes. All right. Fuck, can you fucking just what you, humor gonna, me gonna, for a, gonna, humor me for a moment about something I, I enjoy. We're All right. I talk about No, I don't care. I'm going to talk over you. I don't care. I talk about Rubik's cubes for 30 seconds and Tim's like, mm, "Yeah." Yeah, but if Tim yeah, brought up a play, I would hear you out week- for like a minute, you know? Even just a minute. You talk about Rubik's Cubes for 30 seconds a week after an episode <laughs> where you talked about Rubik's Cubes for 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't I mean? think you I go talk through, about it for 20 minutes. You go through phases. Son of a okay. bitch. <laughs> you posted a clip where you're like, this is my favorite story I've ever heard Tim tell. And you put it on your story. as a story of me getting bullied. It is my favorite story, yeah. My first day of high school. And in the background... <laughs> On of me telling the story is a weightlifting competition that you refused to turn off. Dude, I stand while by we that. were. I think it's pretty. Kev funny. was there. We had company. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> we had company. Now we're like we're like dating, <laughs> like getting mad yeah. at me. We had company over. 
<laughs> we had one of our friends over, and you refused to turn off weightlifting while no, we were podcasting. I'll tell you why I didn't turn it off. Because it was strong woman. And that was funny to me to see women who are just, oh my God, so much stronger than Tim right behind Tim. <laughs> the whole time it was like in bully inception. They're also stronger than you. Oh, yeah, way stronger. Yeah, they're stronger than all of us. Yeah, all three of us combined, me and Kev. Kev's not adding much to our strength, for sure. Oh, my but... God. If if one of those women had crawled out of the TV like the ring, she would have fucking... <laughs> she would have tied us together into a big bow. <laughs> and fucking, like, circus dumbbelled us up. But, uh... So what I was saying about right, strong so man. So if like, you don't want to hear about strong man, yeah, just fucking you can just leave. stop listening to the episode now. Pussy. Thank you for listening. But if you want to put up with Doug talking... He has five minutes to talk about Strongman. It's going to be quick, guys. The cool thing about it is, like, you look <laughs> at the events for if you win World's Strongest Man and you win the Arnold's, it's a lot of different events. You know, sometimes it's deadlift for max weight. Sometimes it's deadlift for reps. You know, they have the timber carry. Where you pick up the thing and you run with it and shit. But they added a new event this year. Like, they did the Wheel of Pain from, like, Conan the Barbarian, which is pretty neat. They've done that for a couple of years. But What's they, the Wheel of Pain? Did you ever watch Conan the Barbarian with with Arnold. No. It's like this big uh device and it has like these logs that stick out from it and you push it just in a circle like for like I think it's 90 seconds they get or a minute and it's for distance like how long you go but there's sand in these giant barrels so you never get momentum because the sand is always shifting so you can't like build oh. up speed with wheels. So it's just literally just a grueling fucking exercise That's for brutal. a minute. Yeah, it's brutal. But That's they like, added the new event. Like ancient shit. Yeah, literally like a fucking medieval torture device. But they're like, "That's yeah. event one. <laughs> That's the first thing they do." Yeah, that was like how Zeus used to punish people. Yeah, but it's uh, they added a new event because they always do something with like natural stones. Like they used to the Hoosevelt stone is a famous Icelandic stone where it used to guard like a sheep pen. And, like, a, a test of strength for Icelandic men was to pick up the stone and be able to walk around the whole pen because it's, like, 400 pounds or so. But the thing they added this year, which is the stupidest the event I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, the sheep are like, oh. But uh, the you dumb event they added. back around, you're free. <laughs> he just drops it on them. But uh, <laughs> they had to pick up a stone that was, like, maybe 150, 200 pounds, and they hold it over their head. And they have like nine feet to run up. And it was almost like a long jump set up with like sand. And they threw the stone. And it was just an event where like no <laughs> one knew what they were fucking doing. They all looked like they were dumb as shit because there's like no strategy to it pretty much. Like yeah. it was just the dumbest shit. And it's just like you go from actual legitimate event. Right before that, people are deadlifting like 985 pounds. People's yeah. noses are fucking exploding doing these insane superhuman feats of strength and then they're like holding a stone over their head and they're like running and they all look fucking dumb because they're holding 200 pounds over their head and <laughs> running with it and it's basically an event that simulates trying to toss a heavy piece of furniture into a hatchback <laughs> when, you like much, just, yeah. when you like get momentum going and you're half falling down you're like fuck 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 <laughs> and you chuck it in there but yeah, the Arnolds was sick. I, w I watched all of it. It was, right. it was rad, except for that event that was stupid. Okay. And congrats, Mitchell um, Hooper. You're a beast. I love that every every single weightlifting competition has uh, has a dumb event. <laughs> yeah. It's got like the refrigerator carry. I think it's a strongman rule. Or the the Volkswagen suspenders walk. Yeah. 
or the or the dumb rock throw. Dude, did I ever show you the video from the first the first world strongest man? Is where they have like the fridge carry where they're basically wearing it like a backpack, and yeah. one of the guys who went is just like the small dude because there was no strongman back then. Like strongman was a thing that like big dudes did in bars in like Germany in like the 1800s, and then kind of like fizzled out. wasn't really any competitions, and then in the 70s it came back as a TV show. So it was like right. all basically the strongest men from like wrestling. Like you had like Lou Ferrigno, like the original Hulk, and like you know Bill Kazmaier from a powerlifting background. All these different strength guys came to compete. There's this little guy there, and he's running with the fridge, and his leg literally snapped the wrong fucking way at one point. Because it's just uh. like there, no one's training for this shit yet. They've never done it before. Yeah. Everyone's doing events they've never heard. They have an iron bar that they're trying to bend around their neck with like a towel. They're all just like, ah! <laughs> so it's like, dumb. It's like, if, have you ever seen the videos from the early days of the UFC? I Maybe, like, yeah. Where it's like, all right, we're going to see who's better at fighting, a karate man or a sumo guy. And then they just get in the <laughs> Yeah. It's a guy who's like 600 pounds versus like a guy who's 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's wearing like a that gi and the yeah. other guy's wearing a diaper, and he's just fucking <laughs> slapping him in the face. <laughs> oh, man. But no, that's, Good stuff. the thing is, the popularity of Strongman is purely based on who the strongest man is. If you have a cool strongest man, Strongman yeah. will be popular. But like, yeah. the Arnold Classic, you know, there's probably not going to be, like, uh, whoever the strongest man in the early 2000s was classic. But <laughs> maybe one day there will be, like, you know, the half Thor Bjornsson regionals or whatever. Yeah. And one of the events will be how many watermelons can you crush with your bare hands or something based on his Game of Thrones past. <laughs> That'd be fun. He's gonna come back and compete next year. Which is sick. How was that how so was that forth. boxing match they did? Brutal. We gotta we gotta watch it sometime. It's brutal. Half Thor does all right, yeah. even though he's huge. Eddie does like this weird crab technique because i think he might have fucked up his left arm or his left lat or yeah. something to do with his shoulder or something so like all he could throw was like an overhand right but he's like throwing an overhand right almost like a foot above his head because half Thor's like six nine and he's only six oh, two yeah. it was just dumb it was really really bad even the commentators i felt bad for she was like what do you fucking say oh yeah no commentators during bad any sports thing? Yeah, like that fucking stone throw. Is, Even afterwards, I watched the the commentator's video, and he's like, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> that was boring. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. Was, I had to talk through 60 rounds of stone throwing because the men and <laughs> women did it. And he's just like, oh, she like, threw it really far. <laughs> like, what do you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. She didn't throw it as far as beat. the last one. <laughs> oh yeah! Anytime they're doing an event and the person doesn't set a new best, yeah, the person's just got nothing. But that's, yeah. that was what made John Madden so good, because he just had his telestrator, the like right markers on the stream thing. Yeah, and he'd be like, he would literally just go. Did he start like, that? Zoom in. And, no, well, I don't know if he was. They were the first team to use it. Okay, but he definitely perfected it. Because yeah. he, would, they would just show the sideline and be like, "Hey, look at those two buckets. You got a mommy bucket and a daddy bucket." And he would just like circle <laughs> them both and then just talk about these two buckets for a while, while there's like a blowout going on that no one gives a fuck about. That's great. Yeah, that's what made him the man. And you, you need that if you're going to be in sports. An entire basketball game. Yeah. And it's just like nothing's happening in the third quarter. 
mm-hmm. and you realize that this game is going to be like 98 to 92 yeah who gives a fuck you got to talk about something also i love i love any sport where the commentators are someone who used to be a fucking master of that sport you know like like watching uh tony romo when he does like uh football commentating now, by the way well, I mean, like, when he just, like, calls the play before it happens. Like, when I was watching, uh, when they were doing the deadlift at the Strongman uh, Classic, the one guy was just, like, he could tell by the way they were walking up if they were going to make it or not. Oh, that's good. Because he's just, like, it's such that's a mental really game. Good. He could tell, like, the second it got off the ground, he's like, oh, it went a little bit away from his legs, which meant his shoulders rounded, which means he struggled more to get it up. Just all these, like, fucking pro tips where I'm like, really I'm going to start writing notes. Like, this is insane. It was yeah. fucking awesome. I love that That's shit. That's awesome. Tony Romo, um, I heard someone talk about it because he's really fallen off. Oh, really? Like he can't really, he can't do the predictive calls anymore. Fuck, really? I wonder what happened. Apparently, it's because he uh, hasn't been a quarterback <laughs> in like a year. That makes sense. Because before he like just got out of being a starting quarterback and then went right up to the booth. Yeah, and he hasn't been doing his homework the same way you do when you're a starting quarterback. <laughs> the same way so. if you're going to get tackled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. You're the not getting tackled way. in the booth. You don't care as much. When you've got like four Doug Conings running at you, trying to sit on your head, <laughs> and you need to fucking get out of the way. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's it is kind of a bummer, but I, I don't know. We don't have to talk about that because we're at like an hour four. So yeah. Well, thank We're you for good. indulging me, Tim. I appreciate no it. No problem. I have no one to talk to about anything I like because everything I like is fucking dumb, and no one will. I can see my friends rolling their eyes the second I try and mention something I enjoy. So I appreciate this. Thank you. Well, I'll talk about it in person. <laughs> you, you promise? Tell me All right, I'm gonna strong... do it. <laughs> Show you the whole Arnold Doesn't Classic. Count. It's only like five hours. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh my god! All right, and then I'm gonna make you watch a bunch of Mike Tyson boxing matches. That sounds sick. That sounds sick as hell, dude. Let's just have a day where we watch jacked men do shit. Oh fuck be yeah! A fun day. Fuck yeah! yeah and then we'll watch Creed three. Ah uh, yeah. And then we'll oh, listen to some Jonathan Creed. Let's go to Majors. a Creed concert after that. I'm right, do that. We're done. <laughs> these 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 riffs are trash. All right, let's get let's get the fuck. It's out like of here. one in the morning. Fucking shoot me. All right, guys. Let's. Do right. you have any shows this week? All right, bye. <laughs> Doug, do you have shows? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a show at uh, Clifford Brewing in uh, Hamilton on Thursday. It's all I've scheduled, but it's got a sick lineup. I think Jason's on it. I'm on it. Justin's headlining. Justin Shaw. It'll be a all sick right, fucking yeah. show. I've been sending out emails. I've been, I'm, I'm booking myself up for like. April and May and June and shit. So that that should start getting good. But I've really slacked in January. It's hard. And then when you try and like pick up the, it's also March by the way. But when you try and pick up the, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Tim is hurt. Oh no, guys, that's the podcast. <laughs> we love you. Tim's gonna keep <laughs> drinking probably, and have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.